In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever to the ages of all ages, amen. Today's one of my favorite Gospels. Um, it's just a Gospel that really touches my heart because uh, I have a personal story with this. In my first year of medical school, uh, I had, in my first semester of my first year, I had, I can't remember, something like eight or nine finals or something. Like, it was crazy. Um, and so uh, I just chose like which ones I was going to study for and which ones I was going to just kind of study at the last minute. And there was this bioethics exam and really like I didn't understand anything in bioethics. It was all in French and like I had no idea what was going on. So I figured I'll just ignore it. Well, unfortunately, the 80% final was like, you know, was not going to was not ignorable and it came around. And I studied like crazy the night before, and I was like panicking before the exam. So I called, uh, I called my mom that I'm really close to, and she, I don't know why she didn't answer. She always answers, but this time she didn't answer. I called my sister. She wasn't available. I called my dad. He was in the middle of a meeting, but he stepped out and he spoke to me. And he told me, look, John, for the number of people that are praying for you, it is absolutely impossible for you to fail. I said, yeah, but see, I'm the one who didn't study. Like, I'm the one who ignored this course for a semester. So it doesn't matter that, like, my mom and her little prayer group are praying for me. Like, he told me, no, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You see, and he, and he told me the story of, of this gospel, and he told me something which I had never, ever noticed before. And in this gospel, it says, after they let the, the man down through the roof, it says that Jesus saw their faith. And so he said to the man, son, your sins are forgiven you. It doesn't say that he saw his faith. It says he saw their faith. So this man was lucky. He had four friends who deeply believed in Jesus. And because of how much they believed, they were willing to do anything to get their, their paralyzed friend in front of Jesus because they believed that Jesus would heal him. And he told me because of their faith, that man was healed. And because of their faith, you'll do okay. I got an A-. minus. I still remember these things. Who cares what I got in bioethics of like first year of medical school? It doesn't matter. What matters is the spiritual lessons that we learn from these <laughs> things that happen in our lives. And that's what St. Peter was trying to tell us in his epistle. If someone can flip back on the iPad to the, to the Catholic epistle, you'll find St. Peter says something. He says something very poignant. He says, All flesh is as grass, and all glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withers and its flower falls away. But the word of the Lord endures forever. I don't even remember what I learned or crammed in that bioethics class. It has long gone passed away. That was in 1999. 20 years ago. I don't remember anything. I just remember standing in, in, in our like student cafe thing that we had in our and stand and being on the phone and talking to my dad and him stepping out of an important meeting and sharing this piece of truth with me. And this piece of truth, I've then noticed it. Now that I recognized it once, I've been able to see it again and again and again and again in life. 
and the circumstances that surround the revelation of this truth, those are like the flower of the field and the grass which withers, and those will pass, those will pass away. But the truth endures. St. Cyril of Alexandria shares with us a very beautiful contemplation saying, and who are these four friends other than the four Gospels, other than the good news of Jesus Christ, which carries us, which carries us to the throne of God. And like it says in Hebrews 4.16, therefore, let us go boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to help in time of need. So these four friends, be they my mom's prayer group, or be they the gospel the gospels, the four gospels, the written word of God, or be it the gospel, the good news, that you and I have access to have favor before the Father, as much favor as His only begotten Son has before Him. However it is you choose to interpret it, that carries us before the Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the healer and gives us opportunity to be healed by Him. I can't impress upon you enough. I couldn't exaggerate or stress it enough. The importance of the living Word of God in my life and in yours every single moment of every single day. And the reason is this. The reason is not that you won't be okay if you don't read your Bible every day. Uh, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll trip up and do bad things. Uh, you won't be successful. No. That's not, all that stuff may be true or it may not. That's not the worst of it. The worst of it is these all, these, all the things that we wake up in the morning and shower and rush and go to work or go to school for, all of those things are like the grass which withers. But the truth of God that can be revealed through those things endures forever and saves us and heals us and changes us from being like a quadriplegic lying in the street at the mercy and pity of the universe to being able-bodied, being able to get up and carry our bed and move and go. It's the truth, the nugget of truth, which is revealed through these circumstances of your life and mine, that is life-saving. That is life-saving. And that's what God is trying to tell you and to tell me today. That's what He's trying to share with us, is hold on to the thing which is eternal, because the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are unseen are eternal. That little bit of unseen truth, which is revealed through the seen things, that's what's worth holding on to. That's what's worth, that's what you should sink your teeth into. That's what you and I should hold on to, hand, tooth, and nail. That's what's worth everything in the world. It's these four friends that carried their paraplegic friend before God. Ask yourself right now, and I'm asking myself right now, what is my relationship to the gospel? Is it like a hi-bye, am I an acquaintance 
are we vaguely acquainted? I would recognize it, him in the street. Or am I deeply acquainted? <laughs> About 15 years ago, I had an opportunity to live with one of my mentors for about a month. And so I asked him how he goes about his day. He told me, I like to wake up in the morning while everybody else is asleep. It just makes me happy. It makes me happy to have one, one step ahead of the universe. You know, everybody else is still asleep, but I'm up. Take a shower. And then the first thing I do <coughs> is I open the gospel. I love to hear the Jesus himself speaking to me first thing in the morning. The four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I told him, that's it? That's all you read? He said, yeah. I, read, I just read from the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I just read sequentially. I read a little bit, and then I pray. And then I read a little bit, and then I pray. And then I read a little bit, and then I pray. Until I start to get a bit sleepy. <coughs> and then... I take a nap and then eventually it'll be like eight or whatever when normal people are like up and at work and so I'll, I'll have to wake up and, and get going with the day. And then later on in the day, I'll read a little bit from the Old Testament because I just go and read the stories. If you um, search online, I'm not advocating not reading the entirety of, of, the, of the Old Testament, but you can find people who have put together the narrative portions of the Old Testament. Some portions of the Old Testament are not narrative. They're genealogies or, or architectural descriptions. Or, you know, and there, is, there are spiritual meanings and beautiful things to be learned from them. But oftentimes it's the, through the stories that God speaks to us the most. And then later in the day, he says, then I'll go and read from, from St. Paul's epistles. And I'll go <clears throat> and see what, I, what God wants to tell me through St. Paul's epistles. So I started doing his little practice of every little bit in the day, stopping and reading a little bit. Changed my life. It changed my life. And the most beautiful thing about it is the, the experience that we have, in, like we have in the readings here, in the church on Sundays or any liturgical readings where we see how <coughs> each, each reading is completing the other. Each thing, they're all giving me the same message from, from different angles. In the Pauline epistle today, St. Paul says to us, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. And he explains that a little further. And he says, a little further, he says to us, For we are not as many peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as from God, we speak in the sight of God in Christ. And, at the, and he finishes by saying our sufficiency is from God. He's trying to tell you and he's trying to tell me that this relationship with the Word of God becomes our sufficiency. And that 
when you and I are good, when we're well, when, we're, when, when, we're, when we have all that we need and then some, we become different people. He's begging the question of us, do you operate from a position of lack, where you're always trying to get what you're missing, or a position of abundance, where you have and then some. You have and then some, and you wish to bless those who are around you. May God give you and give me to have this living experience with the Word of God, with His Word, that His Word may be these four friends, like St. Cyril is saying, His Gospel, His Good News, may be like these four friends which carry you and carry me before the living Word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Divine Physician, the Healer, that He Himself might come and put His hand of healing on you. Don't let a day pass without the Word of God coming to life for you. Ask yourself every day. One of my mentors in surgery was a brilliant guy. This guy knew something about everything. In fact, he knew a lot about everything. It was crazy. The, the, the pediatrics residents, he was a pediatric surgeon, the pediatrics residents would call him to ask him obscure pediatric questions, and he would know the answer off the top of his head. This guy just knew so, so much about everything. I asked him, Sharif, how do you know so much about everything? He said, try to learn something from everybody that you meet. And that annoying ID guy, infectious diseases guy that walks into the elevator with you and is so excited to tell you about some weird fungus that they're working on in the lab and this and that, and you're just bored out of your brain because this elevator couldn't move faster, couldn't, couldn't like, you know, if it could just move a little faster. Try and learn something from it. And when you're walking out of the elevator, ask yourself what you learned. And when you step into your house, into your apartment, <coughs> ask yourself what you learned. And if you didn't learn anything, then before you eat dinner, read something, learn something. That changed my life. It changed my life. But now I don't apply that to medicine, but I, I apply it to my life with God. All of these circumstances that happen in life in your day-to-day -day are there to reveal to you and to reveal to me the Word of God which lasts forever. Make sure that you get something, that you get something out of your day, that your day doesn't go and pass and come and all you did is make some money, all you did is make some friends, all you did is this, you win some, you lose some, because all that stuff is perishing. But the Word of God endures forever. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. I have sinned. Forgive me. My fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters, please pray for me.